Star Wars 7x7 episode 2428. Yesterday I talked about a certain type of character that seems to be becoming prevalent in post-Skywalker saga era storytelling. We're going to talk about another kind of character today, and it seems like there's a little bit of overlap between the categories. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, yesterday we talked about scoundrels operating at the margins of society in post-Skywalker saga era storytelling. So, we talked about the Mandalorian, and Boba Fett, and the Bad Batch, and Lando, and so the Bad Batch kind of plays into where we're going to go today. And also a character that I wanted to talk about today actually plays in to yesterday's situation. So um, in the sense that Cassian Andor has done things that perhaps your you know, garden variety, straight and narrow kind of hero wouldn't do. You know, that I guess potentially qualifies him for scoundrel status as uh, somebody who was uh, checking out the YouTube version of the show pointed out to me on YouTube and I would tend to agree with that. But the way that I'm looking at today's episode and like I said, Cassian I think falls into both categories and so do the members of the Bad Batch potentially is the notion of damaged do-gooders. In other words, characters who are trying to do good in this world, in this galaxy, who have set out to do that and are you know suffering for various reasons. And in Cassian's case, as he says to Jyn Erso in Rogue One, he's been in this battle since he was six years old. And later on in the movie, he talks about things that he's done for the rebellion that are things that haunt him, things that he's not proud of, but things that he did because he believes in the rebellion. And I would say the Bad Batch is probably going to end up falling into this kind of category because they are people who set out to be doing good in the galaxy and to take on these additional missions that they have to take on in a post-Republic era in the time of the Galactic Empire. Well, I have a feeling that you know, their whole... You know, their whole base operating system is going to be that they want to be doing good and they're going to have to do it in a way that gives them a lower profile. Or should I say allows them to have a lower profile. And incidentally, incidentally, as I was talking on yesterday's episode about the Bad Batch and saying, gee whiz, I hope they announce a date. They did! They announced the date and it is May the 4th. So as a celebration of May the 4th, this year the Bad Batch is going to debut on Disney+. Plus, At least the first episode. Now, also in this category, I would put Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we're having a tortured soul going out into the desert after the events of the fall of the Empire and his battle with Anakin, losing him to the dark side. So I would say that is a damaged hero in that particular sense. And in the storytelling that's happening in the novels right now, I think it's been very prominent to see that kind of character with the Alphabet Squadron trilogy from Alexander Freed. All of his characters are dealing with trauma from, you know, an extended time in war. I'll say that Harris and Dula certainly doesn't seem to 
wear that trauma on her sleeve or doesn't seem to act like that in the events of the novels where we've seen her, but certainly the members of the squadron itself have definitely shown evidence of ongoing trauma and you know, it's been affecting their behavior and the way that they interact with each other throughout this trilogy. And with Victory's Price coming out on Mon on Tuesday, excuse me, next Tuesday the 2nd, you're going to get to see more of that too. Now, there's one character that I've been wrestling with a bit because I have a feeling that she is going to fall into this category of damaged do-gooders, but we just don't know enough about where things have been for her over the past little while, and that's Ahsoka Tano. So certainly we see her in a very focused place when we see her in The Mandalorian, and I'm not going to go so far as to say that there's an obsession to her search or anything like that, because we just don't know enough about what's been going on and how long she has been on this hunt for Grand Admiral Thrawn, Dave Filoni has implied that it's possible the epilogue of Star Wars Rebels did not take place immediately after the Battle of Endor, that it might have been further on in the future, maybe closer to the timeline of the Mandalorian itself. We just don't know. And there's a lot that we don't know about in terms of what has happened to Ahsoka from the time that we end the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnston, which uh, is about a year after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And then, of course, there's, you know, the time that we get her in Star Wars Rebels, but, you know, she ends up facing Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker, and that has its own trauma to it. But I think, I have the sense that we're going to find out that she has gone through a lot in her life from the fall of the Republic up until the point at which we see her in the Ahsoka series. And I have a feeling we're going to learn more about what that actually entailed. So yeah, I, as much as I, you know, hope for a better life for that character, I have a feeling she's going to appear in that sort of damaged do-gooders kind of vein, which does seem to be another type of character that Lucasfilm is focusing on in this post-Skywalker saga era of storytelling. And that is where I'm going to leave things for this part of the discussion about that. But if you have other characters that you think fit in with this description, or you think that there are other characters like that that should be explored in future Star Wars storytelling, please chime in. Facebook.com slash SW7X7. YouTube.com slash SW7X7. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts about it. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.